Alright, before we start, I want you to listen to something. Something that up until recently, I have been deathly afraid of. Do you hear it? Or I guess so it's more so what you don't hear. The lack of noise, the lack of movement, any sort of distraction. This absence has and will always be suffocating to me. Our brains are designed to do two things. One happens without your consent. It's what regulates your body, your temperature, your heartbeat, all the stuff that happens without you thinking. The second function of your brain, well, that's to solve every other problem in your life. We become flooded with thoughts of our past problems, our past problems, our future problems, our current problems, all swirling in your head throughout the day, nonstop, unrelenting. All of these worries, all these troubles can become painfully overwhelming and like a loud, unorganized orchestra belting into your brain. All you wanted to do is stop. But it can't because if it stops, did I lock the door? I hope that email went Well, we're back to square one. And here we go again. A never ending loop. Silence, noise, repeat. Silence, noise, repeat, over, over, over again, not ceasing. And if we can't shut it up, what do we do instead? Well, it's the same thing you do when you're losing an argument with your sibling, and they won't stop talking, and they won't shut up. You drown it out. And thanks to these marvelous times in technology, I mean, it's easier now than ever to do that, to drown out your own chaotic noise with the noise of others. Look at your options. You got Netflix, you got Hulu, you got ESPN Plus, Crunchyroll. No matter what the taste is, there is something for you to watch. Something for you to get lost in. I mean, it's funny really when you think about it. Like the drama of others somehow helps us forget our own drama. Now, if that isn't your cup of tea, how about getting lost in the pictures of Instagram or the hilarious videos on TikTok? And then you have my favorite brand of entertainment. I mean, where else but in video games do you actually have control over the plot? Like, you get to do all these crazy things, jump off of rooftops, shooting zombies, whatever it is. Okay, sorry, I am getting lost myself thinking about it. Anyways, every moment you spend scrolling, every episode you binge, means more time into this blissful distraction, and less time into the uh, spiraling pits of this. But the more you wander through this world of distractions, the closer you get to a line, a line more so of a border. And once this border is crossed, everything changes. You leave behind the plane that once held all of your problems, all of those fears. Your overwhelming feeling of insignificance brushes away the further you get from this line, from your old world. And in this found new land, where no problems exist, where the pain of everyday existence subsides, and for once, life ain't too bad. Congratulations, you were able to escape. But it's only temporary, because eventually the season ends, the game is over, or you get all caught up in your news feed, and then we are forced to come crawling back across that border back into the wonderful world of reality. 
Well, in theory, that's how it's supposed to go. But time after time, we find ourselves going back and forth between enemy lines, between these two worlds. We run from the grip of everyday life into the warm, loving embrace of our escape. The movie industry sees this need of escape, and boy, does it do its part to fill it. If you take a look at the numbers of movies being produced, there is a steep incline from year to year. In 2009, the Motion Picture Association of America officially approved the release of over 521 movie titles. Now jump forward to 2017 and you'll see that number go up to 741 films. Go to 2018 and it rises again to 871. And just last year, 2019, over 900 films were approved. Now if you believe in the economic principle of supply and demand, you can only conclude that the demand of escapism via movies has skyrocketed. But this idea isn't tethered to just America. In 2018, Dr. Ping Zhao of the University of Technology in Sydney wanted to observe the relationship between movie attendance and the economy of India. If you don't know, Bollywood is one of, if not the largest film market on the globe. What he did was he examined three years worth of theater attendance data around the country and compared those numbers with the economic climate of the time. Economic factors such as the stock market, the price of gold, unemployment rates, all these were used to determine where the country was at at the time. And what he found was very interesting. Listen to what he said, quote, our research shows that movie demand increases when the economy is not doing well and that particular movies, those that have escapist features such as action movies, comedies, and romantic comedies are those in most demand. Why we think it's escapism and not some other mode of driving movie theater attendance is that the demand did not go up for all movies, but only movies that had escapist features such as action movies, comedies, and romantic movies, unquote. Now, initially, I saw no problem with this. Like, we all need to get away from time to time. And people have different preferences on how they do that. Like, my big thing has always been video games. Like, after a long day of dealing with people who can be frustrating and unpleasant, and after a long day of dealing with just bull, I could just turn on a video game and become whoever I want to be. I mean, I can save Hyrule from Ganondorf, or I can become a special operator fighting the enemy. Or I can hit, like, the buzzer-beater game-winner three-pointer for the NBA championship. The possibilities are endless. And don't get me wrong, I love those times. Those times I kind of cherish in a weird way. But there are also times when I lose myself in a weekend of gaming, and when it's all said and done, I sit back and ask myself, why? Why is it so hard to stay here? Here, like in the present moment, and I don't mean it in a meditative, shut everything out, and live in this exact moment way. I mean it, why is it so hard to stay here in my own life? I feel like every chance I get, every second of free time I acquire, I just give it away in order to get away, to be in a happier place mentally, to escape. The ultimate goal of escapism is the destruction of self. This is the quote that really got my mind racing. 
why do I dislike my life so much? Yeah, it's a very dramatic question, but it's a reasonable one at the end of the day. If I continue to play this game, running back and forth between escape and reality, at what point do I decide where home is? If I spend more time in my escape land, does that mean I'm just visiting my real life? But let's go back to the first question first. Why is it so hard to stay here? And let's be honest, answering that question can lead to a very dark conversation with yourself. If we're speaking in generalities, I would say that there are two main reasons why we choose to escape. It's either that we are avoiding someone or something. Now, we're still talking about a wide range of things, so let's break it down even more. What are you avoiding, really? What are you trying to escape from? I think the truth is we are running from emotion. Your job sucks. And it makes you feel inadequate. Your spouse doesn't seem to care about you, so you feel unloved. You were dumped for no good reason, so now you feel like you are useless. You can insert whatever situation you want to, but at the end of the day, you want to escape that feeling that the situation leaves inside of you. The pull yourself up by the bootstraps answer is to suck it up and push on. You can't run away forever. Which is right. Like, think about how much time we've all wasted running away from our thoughts and our feelings. Actually, most times, the longer you spend in those escapes, the more and more our problems have time to fester and to rot. It grows like a leech that continues to drain us of our energy and our lust for life. And then let's face it, I mean, most of us aren't financially free enough to pay bills while goofing off. Like, the chances are... Eventually, you have to go back into the outside world and go make that living. The question becomes, how do I manage? Like, What do I do with this giant barrel of emotions? Carrying them around with you all the time is tiring, but it's also wrong for you just to throw them to the side and forget about them. Something I'm learning to do is a method that lets you confront the real world while giving your mind a place of peace. It allows you to really release some of those burdens that weigh on you both physically and emotionally. What I'm referring to is the subtle difference between escaping and channeling. What's that difference? Here's an example. Let's say you come home after a long day of work and all day you've been pressured to perform and clients are mean to you. It was just a crappy day altogether. But on top of that, you get home go into your refrigerator and you see a little piece of leftover cheesecake in your fridge and it's like what why is that so bad but no no it's not just any cheesecake this is the leftover cheesecake left in the fridge by the person who a couple nights ago told you that the relationship isn't working it's the cheesecake of your ex at this point you have two choices option a is to just devour that cheesecake like a bear fresh out of hibernation and then just binge the office all night until you fall asleep on your couch. Or there's option B. You see, you have this old guitar that you haven't used in a while. And let's say in option B, you dust off that old guitar and finally learn how to play. And listen, I'm not here to tell you what to do. 
But what I will do is advocate for you to choose option B. Why? Okay, let's go Rick and Morty on this and propose that there are two different universes. First one is where you eat the cheesecake and soap, while the other one is where you play the guitar instead. So what's the difference between the two? Let's say in universe A, you eat the cheesecake and you feel like complete crap. And then after a little bit of sulking, you look at yourself in the mirror and declare that, you know what? (laughs) I'm going to just die alone because I keep stuffing my face. And this is why the person left me in the first place. Blah, 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 blah. It's going to keep going like that. And then you're overwhelmed by the thoughts. So then you decide you're going to block those thoughts and those feelings from those thoughts by watching your favorite paper company do their crazy antics. But however, at the end of the day, after the cheesecake, after the office, you still feel the same or maybe worse. Now look at universe B. You end up playing the guitar and you get better over time. And eventually you may learn or even write a song that allows you to express those emotions. By the end, you've learned a new skill and you found a new release. The main difference between an escape and a channel is how you feel after. If you feel the same or adds even more stress to your life, chances are you're escaping. If you feel recharged or relieved, then ladies and gentlemen, you have found that channeling energy. Yes, it's good to just veg out from time to time, but the point of relaxation is to feel recharged, not numb. The end of the process should make you feel recharged and ready to go back into your life this is the opposite of just going back into your life and then counting down the hours so you can escape once more for me this method of channeling is everything doing these podcast episodes and writing these are things that help me kind of channel the energy i have the emotions i have and frankly when i don't do it it shows in my everyday life i'm like easily irritated i'm lethargic And then my gaming habits go to an all-time high. But then there comes a moment where I no longer want to run. I don't want my life to require escapes just to get me from day to day. And I definitely don't want it to be that way with you. So today, instead of doing something mind-numbing, try something different. Try something challenging. Try something that lights your soul on fire. And who knows? You may find something even better than an escape. You may find a new home. Thank you for listening. Have a good one.